Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our Savior, Messiah Jesus. He's coming for His people any moment in the clouds, and he told his people to watch therefore and be ready. For you don't know the hour the Son of Man is coming. Dove Schwartz finishing up the special assignment here in Uganda. Uh, this is a special program for our One Place listeners. Our One Place listeners, a shout out to you. Thank you for your prayer support and even financial support for this trip. And if you want to give, you still can give towards this effort, towards this special trip. Uh, So uh, we have a few days left. Uh, This is being recorded on Friday, first week of September, and we're going to be here until Sunday, and uh, I reach back to Israel on Monday. So anyhow, we're very thankful. We're very blessed for what the Lord has done. Uh, I want to give an update in just a moment. But I want to pray first. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless our listeners today. Thank you for the salvation, the sanctification, the righteousness, the redemption we have in Messiah Jesus, and that we have your wisdom, Father, through Messiah Jesus. Please bless our special listeners today. Amen. Well, I just wanted to let you know that I was outside yesterday. Now, there's probably about 350, 400 people. Uh, and they they had three churches that came together at the Nakavale refugee camp in Uganda. Uh, On this refugee camp, there are refugees from all over the continent of Africa, Uh, and uh, we have a special group we're ministering to from the Tutsi tribe, Uh, and these uh, refugees are from Burundi, mainly the Congo, and some from Rwanda, and they are very special, special, precious souls. They love the Lord with all their hearts. Uh, they dance before the Lord, they sing before the Lord, and they listen to his word and live a godly life. It's very exciting to be in their midst. And so yesterday, we three churches came together, and I was up like on a platform with a pastor uh, speaking and preaching, and the, the sky had been cloudy for a while, and we were very concerned about rain. We were just praying and trusting the Lord with it all, and it began to rain. And I thought, well, that's it. I, I told everyone, I said, we're going to have to stop now because of the rain. People were already beginning to leave. And so we went and uh, sat in the, in the van that we've rented. And I just had this sense that, well, why didn't you just have them go into the church building right there that, that we'd been ministering in? It was right next to the church building. I didn't think of it. And I felt bad about that. I felt like, oh, we're going to leave now. And, and we hadn't finished the day's work. We'd already uh, spent uh, about three or four hours with pastors leading them in the pastor's conference, teaching them the Watch Therefore message, the, uh, the, the ministry of covenants, the Lord's covenants in, in the Bible, and the teaching of Bible prophecy. And I talked to them about the reality that covenant is God's promise to man, and prophecy is the way he decides to keep those promises. And uh, so we spent three or four hours, and then we had this special meeting I'm telling you about. Uh, so I was, I was uh, kind of uh, just disappointed that we didn't get to finish and then the pastor ran to me. It was still raining. He, he got in the van and he said, listen, all the people, or not all of them, but most of the people have stayed and they have gone into the church building and they're waiting for you. 
Isn't that something? And I knew the Lord had something in store, and it was very exciting. I went into that building, and they were, they were singing and rejoicing and praising the Lord. And heaven came down into that place as I began to preach. And at the end of the message, about 40, more than the, the whole trip we've had, I think, about 40 came forward to pray to receive Jesus as Lord from these three churches that had come together. Oh, hallelujah. There, you, you might think, well, how could they be there to hear the ministry, hear the hear the the Bible teaching and, 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 and to be involved with your ministry and to, uh, to be worshipers and people who go to church all the time. How could it be that they weren't yet saved? Well, folks, there's a lot of people who, with all the goodness that they have in their heart that they're born with, try to be good people and try to believe in God and try to walk um, a, a, a good life. And, and they even go to church and have been for years, but they don't know it, that they have not been born again. They've not been born again. Um, listen, that's even a message for our listeners today. It really is, isn't it? That Jesus, our Lord, said you must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. And I talked to them about that. I talked to them about um, uh, in First Corinthians 1 where it says, But of him, of, of our Father in heaven, of him you are in Christ Jesus. And I talked to them about what it means to be in Christ Jesus. Instead of being in Adam and in Adam's sin and condemnation and hopelessness and then a destiny to hell forever, that, that instead we can be placed in Christ by believing that he lived a sinless life. He walked on this earth as a perfect man. And when the nails went through his hands and feet, he was shedding his innocent blood to pay for our sins. And he, buried, he was buried on the third day. Hallelujah. He rose again. And so... We can put our faith in him. We can turn from our sins, turn from trusting in our own religion and our own ways and, and a cold religion and a, um, a false hope. And we can put our faith in Messiah Jesus. And when we do that, he'll baptize us in his Holy Spirit and he'll change us. He'll change our identity in that baptism and put us into Christ, in Christ. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Uh, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ, right? Uh, and so that's the message that I shared with them yesterday. I also, from that from First uh, Corinthians chapter one, uh, that of Him, of Abba Father, we are in Christ Jesus, who became for us uh, wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification. And redemption, and I talked to them about the reality of what that means. That we we can't rely on the wisdom of man. Look what it's doing to the world today, and and we have to rely on the wisdom of God. And the only way we get that is through Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah! And and that um, also uh, uh, of Him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, righteousness. What does it mean, righteousness from God? Well. Um, the Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-one: For he, our Father in heaven, made him the Son, Messiah Jesus, who knew no sin, to become sin on our on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God the Father in Him. See, righteousness is God's standard of goodness, and what is heaven's standard of goodness? Perfection. Well, all of us fail. All of it, none of us can meet that standard except for Messiah Jesus, the God Man the king of the Jews and the king of the world and the king of the universe. All authority in heaven and earth has been given unto him. And so 
we know this, that in him we have righteousness. And, and, and that's why Messiah Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things, all what things? All the things that we need in this life will be added unto us. Hallelujah. And so we get our righteousness from him. You've heard the term of self-righteousness. Well, the self-righteous will go to hell because all they have is the limited amount of righteousness a sinner can have. But Abba Father made for us Messiah Jesus. He became for us the righteousness of God. And we have God's right, the Father's righteousness when we have Messiah Jesus. And we have the Holy Spirit living in us. We have righteousness living in us and, and keeping us on the narrow path that leads to life, which leads to sanctification. That passage in 1 Corinthians, the last couple of verses of 1 Corinthians uh, 1, is so powerful. Uh, and, and so it says that of him, of Abba Father, Messiah Jesus, has he made him for us to be sanctification. I'm not where I was when I got started believing in Jesus. I'm not where I was then. No, uh, I, I've, I'm on this narrow path that leads to life. That's what sanctification does. I have been sanctified. I've been set apart for the holiness and the glory of God. But at the same time, I am being sanctified. I, it's sanctifying grace. There's saving grace, grace that saves us. But there's sanctifying grace, grace that keeps us, grace that keeps us. It keeps us on that narrow path that leads to life. And when we get off that path, sanctifying grace chastens us. Uh, a father chastens a son whom he loves. And if we're, we're without chastening, then we're illegitimate. The Bible says we're not really sons of God. So if someone says, well, I believe in Jesus, but they live a, a wicked life and there's no chastening in their life, there's no, there's no moving of God in their life to bring them back to righteousness and a righteous way of thinking, speaking, and living, are they really saved? Uh, I'd be very concerned. I'd be very concerned. Now, I'm going to take a break for just a moment, and then we're going to come back to redemption and uh, a few closing things as well. So we have uh, seen about, oh, over 100 people come forward and pray to receive Jesus as Lord on this trip. It's been very exciting. We've got some exciting video. We have a videographer, a professional cameraman, and production guy with us. Uh, And so thank the Lord and hallelujah for that. yeah, so we've got him, and uh, we have uh, just special things to show people that are going to be on our website, watchtherefore.tv, very soon. And this ministry, uh, this media ministry, this gospel ministry, this discipleship ministry, this orphans ministry, this kingdom of, of Messiah Jesus ministry uh, is uh, kept going by the Lord raising up partners to help. And so we have all of our ministries kind of converging on this trip. Blessing Israeli Believers has helped send an Israeli who is the cameraman, the production guy, with us on this trip. So Blessing Israeli Believers did that. Uh, Poured Out for the Nations is our ministry here in Africa, and people have been giving through that to help us come here. There's still great need. So as the Lord leads, like I said, our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. We trust him. And if you're hearing the Holy Spirit tell you this is something I want to get involved in, then, then do that. Uh, and that's poured out for the nations. And you can find both ministries at watchtherefore.tv. That's watchtherefore.tv. And we are really now, you know, I um, I had to move to Israel. And I'm glad I moved to Israel. I got to move to Israel. I didn't have to. I got to move to Israel. But I had to put a lot of things that we're doing in Africa on hold for one full year, which was heartbreaking for me. 
and uh, very difficult. And then we started picking up. We're just picking up our uh, momentum again now. Um, uh, we're very excited about what the Lord is doing here in Africa, especially on this trip. It's been a real shot in the arm. So what we're going to do is now we're going to, Lord willing, have our television program, Watch Therefore, uh, that's going to start in January on a national network, which I'll give more information about later. And Lord willing, we'll have an even bigger platform. If you would like to help these precious orphans, if you would like to help get the gospel out here in Africa, if you would, listen, things have shifted from the West with regard to the moving of the Holy Spirit. There have been different time periods where the Holy Spirit has moved in different ways. And the reality is Europe and the United States, 100 years ago, uh, 200 years ago, 300 years ago in Europe, and even further back in Europe, uh, there was movings of the Holy Spirit that sent the gospel all over the world. But now those those uh, those times have passed for Europe and, and the USA, sadly. And, and not that the gospel isn't there, not that there aren't precious believers there, but the moving of the Holy Spirit in great revival and openness, widespread openness to the gospel. Let me give you an example. In Kenya, for example, I was watching television, secular television, not Christian television, and they're preaching Jesus, and the name of Jesus is spoken frequently on secular television. Can you imagine that on ABC or NBC or CBS or CNN? Come on. Come on. No, but that's because the whole environment is being permeated with the Holy Spirit who's moving, and this is a real open window for the gospel and discipleship. And so uh, here we are right in the big fat middle of it, and so if you want to partner with us prayerfully and financially, I'm telling you, folks, this will be laying your treasures up in heaven. Now, our PourItOutForTheNations.com website is is tragically and sadly antiquated and outdated. We're going to update all of that with beginning with this trip here, beginning with this trip here. So um, listen, the, all these, most of these things you're hearing about cost money. And so if you want to partner with us, let me know or just go ahead and give. Go to WatchTherefore.tv. You can get to all of our ministries from watchtherefore.tv now having said that i would like to uh, and, and of course these ministries have brought this program to you today and 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 sponsor uh, oneplace.com now having said that uh, i want to go back to this trip today uh, i'm getting ready to go and we have a special work with the uh, orphans tomorrow but today we finish the pastors conference and uh, that pastor's conference is really special. We had about 90 pastors, 88, something like that, pastors yesterday. We expect to have even more today. And we have committed to feed them lunch. And we're just trusting the Lord for that. We're doing that out of the resources we have. And um, trusting the Lord for even more resources to come in uh, for this trip and for things we're doing when we get back. So, uh, it, but they're precious. Oh, they're precious, uh, these pastors. They're asking good questions um, they're hearing things they've never heard. You can see the wheels turning because they don't get the kind of teaching that we're bringing to them. They just don't get it. They live out here in the middle of nowhere. And frankly, uh, it's even harder to get this kind of teaching on, on God's covenants in the Bible, his promises in Bible prophecy. It's harder to get this teaching uh, in the world today than it used to be 20, 30 years ago. Uh, so um, we're doing the pastor's conference, and we have one more meeting with them, one more meeting to preach the gospel, to praise the Lord together with the believers here, the men, women, and children, everybody, the orphans, the workers, the staff, the people who live on the on the camp who are in this uh, area. We have one more time together. We've had a few times this week, and heaven has come down. 
heaven has come down. And we are asking the Lord, I don't even know what I'm going to say or, or speak today later on. It's been that way th- this whole trip. And the Lord gives me what I need when I go to speak. And then he puts his finger on it and it gets very exciting. So um, I am going to be uh, doing that today. Now, I want to finish up our time talking about redemption. Uh, the Bible says in that passage I was discussing before the break in 1 Corinthians 1, uh, chapter 1, that uh, of him, Abba, Father, you are in Christ Jesus who became for us wisdom from God, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Redemption. Oh, hallelujah for redemption. Um, I have been redeemed. I was bought back from the slave market of sin by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. I have been redeemed. I am being redeemed by the blood of the Lamb and the grace that is operating through my life, the sanctifying grace. And I will be redeemed. What does this mean? Well, it's kind of like this in the Bible. In Ephesians chapter 1 speaks of it. It's kind of like this. If I, if I go to buy something, but I just put a down payment on it, and I'm going to come collect it later, yes, um, that's, there's a redemption in that. And, and, and so uh, the Bible in Ephesians 1 uh, speaks about, about this kind of redemption in thir- verse 13. In him you also trusted after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having been sealed, excuse me, in whom also having believed you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse 14, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. So what does this mean? The down payment is the Holy Spirit. He put the Holy Spirit in us as a down payment. Yes, that confirms we are his and we are to be waiting for that redemption. Right? Uh, What does it say in Luke 21? Hallelujah. It's so exciting. What does it say? It says, when you see all these signs, what signs? The signs I'm always preaching on, on Watch Therefore and OnePlace.com and uh, and KKHT Radio, this message of redemption uh, because of the signs that are all around us. What do I mean? Well, Jesus, our Lord, spoke about the 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 worldwide ethnic ethnic violence. He spoke about uh, famine and pestilences and earthquakes, and I talk about that, and the rebirth of the, of the nation of Israel, and, um, and the days of Noah. This is all in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. You hear me over and over and over talking about this. Why? Because Messiah Jesus said this. He said, when you see these things, look up, for your redemption draws near. And, and, and what does this redemption look like? Well, it's the rapture. Therefore, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. Hallelujah. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with him in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we always be with the Lord. Glory. That's our redemption. Right? Looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus chapter 2. Right? And then then 1 Peter. He he speaks of, Peter speaks of the grace of, that is to be revealed at the rapture. He says something like this. I'm just going to paraphrase it. He says, rest your hope fully in the grace that is to be revealed to you at the appearing of Jesus Christ. What is that? That's the rapture. Yes. 
And, and so that's the redemption that we have in Messiah Jesus. We are to be living this life, looking forward, looking up, preparing our lives for that time of redemption when Messiah Jesus comes to get what he has paid for. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I don't know what's going on in your life today, but the Lord does. And remember, he said, all things work together for good to those who love God and those who are called according to his purposes. That, does that mean he's going to fix every, every little thing that, that you want fixed in your life right today? Well, no, that's not what it means. What it means is, you've got to read verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus, the Lord, is the firstborn among many brethren, the first resurrected from the dead in a glorified body. So he is conforming us to his image in this life. Yes, that's, that's the message also of redemption. What does it mean? It means that when he comes for us, we will be waiting for him because we want to be like him. And our lives, what's more importantly than everything getting fixed today just the way we want it, I'm preaching to me as much as I'm preaching to you, is that we are conformed into the image of Messiah Jesus. And then what will happen? That which we have desired in this life, to be like him, we've, we've adjusted our lives by the working of his grace in our hearts and our minds and lives, that when he comes for us, we will be made fully like him. And it says in the book of 1 John, I don't know what we'll, what we'll, we'll be like when he comes for us, but I know this much. We will be like him. We will be like him. And all things in this life are working out together for good, meaning they are conforming us to his image. So if you think that verse means all things work out together for good, meaning everything's going to be make me happy, everything that I want's going to be, uh, I'm going to get, and all that's not what that means. No, what it means when it says all things work out together for good is that I am being conformed into the image of Messiah Jesus. And that's good. And that's good. So we need to adjust our hearts, adjust our minds, adjust our lives to what is good and what is important is that I be like Messiah Jesus, waiting for him to come for me, and then I will be fully, completely made like him. Hallelujah. Well, I, I pray that you've been blessed by the program today. I'm getting fired up from, from just speaking here to you about it, and I'm preparing. This is a, I'm recording this program now in the morning just before we go. Uh, out to the Naka Valley Refugee Camp. So I'm getting fired up from just sharing these things with you. Let's pray, O oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, bless our precious listeners today. Thank you for your goodness and your love toward us, Father. Now in Messiah Jesus' name, prepare our hearts to make us ready for your coming, uh, that we would be like you and not like our own natural selves. Yes, Lord, that we would be conformed into your image and, and, and adjust our thinking, speaking, and living by your grace and mercy in our hearts, preparing for that day when we see you. Thank you, Father, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, remember, King Jesus is coming any moment. So what do we do? Watch, therefore, and be ready. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.